0: Welcome to the Wedding Sassles, No BS Wedding Business Podcast. We're here to real talk you through the common F ups we see companies making and the practical strategies you can implement today. This month's topic is education.
1: And in this episode, you'll learn what our favorite online platforms are
0: and how to find webinars, summits, and online courses. We're your hosts. I'm Shannon Tarrant. I'm Vanessa Negron. And welcome to the Shit Show
1: episode 36 of the wedding sassholes
0: how have we already gotten episode 36
1: i don't know we haven't killed each other yet so it's good
0: and we definitely defied the statistics it's something like i don't know what was it
1: like we couldn't get past seven episodes most yeah like 80 percent 85
0: percent of podcasts don't make it past seven so booyah 36 later Oh, you bitches.
1: This time last year, we were in
0: Texas learning about podcasts. (laughs) And look at us now. Look at us now. Look at us go. Well, it's definitely been a fun month. If you haven't listened to the episode so far this month, we started the month off talking about different conferences. Then we circled around over to podcasts. And now we're going to talk about some online learning because not everybody always has the opportunity to be able to travel or to, you know, get that extra piece of education.
1: Well, and it's nice because these are also things that you can do at your your own timing. So you don't have to really work it around a schedule. You do it when you can.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think that's probably like, ultimately one of the biggest challenges when it comes to owning a business or working for a company where you really have to stay ahead. It's always the challenge of time. Hmm there's never enough time to be able to learn all the things we're supposed to do and staying ahead of the trends and what's new and what's popping and what's changed, not only what's trending, but God, it changes also fast in the world, especially of marketing.
1: Mm -hmm. Marketing and technology. I mean, the technical side of everything is changing constantly, especially when you start talking about social media and such.
0: And truly, you know, as much as we're going to give suggestions and tips and things like that today, I think sometimes it's important to remember that you just have to start paying attention to the things you're seeing and maybe sometimes it's the things you're seeing other people do and asking them, "How did they do it?" So, I'm going to give you an example of something I saw today. I was um in a Zoom meeting. I was with, the other person sent me the Zoom invite that like never happens. I'm always the inviter, never the invitee. And So I opened it up and I'm in the waiting room and I'm sitting there like normally, you know, it's like, oh, we're waiting for them to enter. There's a video playing and the video is a slideshow of, I couldn't tell if it was just a slideshow, if it was a vid, I didn't know what it was, but then I end up hovering over and this person has a six minute slideshow of just, it was a DJ and it was like images of their work and what, and I was like, holy crap, if you are in a sales call and for whatever reason, the couples jump in early or the person you're meeting, I literally, by the time he jumped in, cause he was like three minutes late, I had seen half the video. And so I said, I know I'm going to sound stupid because I'm pretty advanced with tech, but I've never seen that before. Is it something? And he's like, no, Zoom added a feature in their waiting rooms where you can add, you know, a video in there. So all people are waiting, they can watch. And I was like, holy crap. Like it just, New features come along, and that's why we're focused on education this month. Because, how do you? So, if you don't have that set up, there's your magic nugget of the day to go set that up. Because I haven't done it yet, but I was like, it, it went on the list. It went on the list.
1: So long, never ending list. Thank
0: I know. You. I know. So, where are some of your favorite places to get online resources for learning?
1: So, something that's very specific that when I very got into tech cake decorating that I started with was this platform called Craftsy. It is more for cake decorating and specialty things. They do breads and things like that, but the actual like intricacy of the details of cake decorating, that is a fantastic platform that I would suggest for people to look into. Um, it's going it, to increase your knowledge on pastries and on cake decorating, but it's also going to fine tune your skills, your techniques. Um, I am part of the Rising Tide. I know we talked about this on a previous episode, they have a lot of online platform um, resources and they send out a newsletter every month with like a new topic, kind of like how we do with the podcast. They do like a topic of the month. Yeah. And they send that out. They send that out regularly, but they also, like I said, have a lot of resources on their website itself. And they have they do local meetings, but if you can't make them or there's not one in your area, yeah. you can always jump on their platform.
0: I think, you know, finding things that are really category specific is such a great tip because It's awesome to learn... You know, general conceptual information. But when it is about getting better at your craft, sometimes we spend so much time working on sales and marketing stuff that, you know, if you're a DJ, when's the last time you took a mixing class or recorded yourself and were practicing how you announce things and your voice? And think, you know, I think sometimes we forget to stop. Like florists sometimes get so busy doing flowers that they don't get involved in the state associations or, going off to national workshops and kind of getting that hand done or even taking an online class and watching. And so one of, I know it sounds, this is going to sound so stupid. You guys are going to be like, duh, Shannon. But one of the resources I think we forget about is YouTube. YouTube University? YouTube University (laughs) is what my stepdad calls it. And it's like running joke in my house that he'll do something and like he got a harmonica as a gift and he's been watching YouTube you and now he's getting pretty good at the harmonica. And, you know, people are putting out helpful tip content. I had a stay at home mom friend who was really interested in learning, like to do the balloons, the big balloon arches and the balloon installations and things like that. And She told me she literally just sat down and started binging YouTube videos and started actually like buying the balloons and where to get the stuff and which equipment to get and which ones not to buy, you know, what to do, what not to do, the mistakes, the good, the bad. And she's built a pretty successful business. And she said, you know, I could have sat and played all day trying to figure it out, but... There's so much free information there. Yeah, maybe you got to get creative with the keywords. So I think it is important to remember that you have that resource. Now, I'm not a video watcher, I am either an audio or I like to read um, the learning stuff. So, but even sometimes YouTube, I will put it on the background and just kind of listen to the person talking while, you know, so it's almost podcast style. And when they'll say something being like right here, I'll like click that window open to look at specifically what they're talking about. So don't forget you know, you've got free resources like that. What other free resources do you, I mean, I know we both like to play on this one, but what other free resources do you use to learn stuff on?
1: Um, I actually learn a lot from my CRM system, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, yeah. So they actually are really great about when they do an update, they put out information, but because the CRM that I personally use is put out by wedding professionals, um, they were photographers and then they started this CRM. They're constantly putting other people that do like different types of wedding industry things, but they're constantly doing webinars with them in it to talk about their business, how they use the platform, um, different new features that's on it. So I actually go on there a lot because if I can streamline my process, then it's going to help me close the deal, but it's also going to make it easier on the clients. So I do a lot of that as well.
0: Yeah. But also, so well, so do you think that like when it comes to, you know, let's shift over to webinars a little bit, you know, webinars are usually online education, whether they are scheduled and live or they're recorded and kind of put into a help situation or both. They do them live and then they record it. And you can catch it on the replay. Um, you know, I I love webinars because I feel like rather than just kind of hunting, you know, we're digging around to YouTube and things like that and you're trying to hunt to find the solution, I feel like someone has already curated that specific topic for you when it comes to a webinar. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, that's the other thing that I like about YouTube is when you're learning from that platform or platform like TikTok, someone's already done the work and done like the research on it. And they're just showing you how they perfected it. So it's like, they kind of do all of that messy stuff that you don't have to. And then they do a video. That's usually why they do it is because they're just excited to you know, if it's like the balloon thing, they already figured it out. And they're so excited that they figured it out. They want to share it with you. And then you don't have to go through that part. It's great.
0: And we all know, based upon previous episodes, and maybe you've heard me on other social media platforms, talk about how much I love consuming content on TikTok. I am not.
1: She's a watcher. She's a watcher. She says she doesn't like video. She says she doesn't like video. No, no, no.
0: I don't like long form video. I like (laughs) short form video. (laughs) I know this because I received them all day. I'm a consumer. I'm a watcher. I'm a total creeper on, Inst- on, uh not on Instagram. God, don't ever send me shit there. No, uh, no. Jordan, TikTok. Jo- Jordan TikTok. from swell who we've had on the podcast before. He um, runs swell events down in the Sarasota area. He's like, Have, do you ever look at your personal Instagram channel ever? He's like, do you know how many times I've tagged you and shit? And I was like, I don't send it to wedding venue map if you want me to see it. But but I do think when it comes to as much as people who aren't on TikTok, and we all know, like, I can't believe that I'm advanced in terms of being on a platform before other people are on it. But I think that there's, you know, in your head, when you're like, oh, it's dance videos and cat videos and whatever, yo, know, the business learning that you can do just by using the search and watching the videos. I mean, I'm getting really good at chat GPT prompts because I'm watching the videos on how to prompt it better. Like, I'm learning things. My for you feed on TikTok is heavy business tips, advice, learning, like content, Canva stuff. Like it's, you can kind of curate the information you need.
1: The Canva people are amazing.
0: Yo, the shit they can do on Canva.
1: So I I actually follow people that do Canva and Procreate because I use Procreate for cake sketching. But like Mm -hmm. the things that they show you, I'm like, this was yeah. not in the tutorial for this program. Why do you know so much about this?
0: Yeah, there's so much out there. So don't sleep on TikTok. Even if you're like, wait, this could be a learning platform, it damn sure could be. Mm-hmm. So where Absolutely. else do you where else do you suggest from a webinar, whether it's scheduled or whatever, where else do you suggest people go find webinars for the information?
1: Like for category specific?
0: Sure. Or whatever.
1: I would say if you, if there's specific speakers or coaches out there that you follow and that you, that you've seen at different conferences, or you've seen them at a local association speak, check out their websites and their platform that they have and see what they have available under their resources tab. Cause nine times out of 10, they have a webinar on there, or they have like a packet from a previous speaking engagement that they've done, that they've put together a packet of information and you can always download that too.
0: Yeah. And I think those speakers and educators, I think it's important to number one, get on their email list. When you go to that website, look for a spot because when they do put out webinars and education and resources, they're usually hitting their own list first. Number one, go Mm -hmm. follow them on social media. And I say that twofold because sometimes they do bomb ass content that is paid, but what they'll do is they'll run ads targeted to the people who follow them. So go and like their page on Facebook, follow them on Instagram. Like, make sure that you are seeing their things so that when they do put out a new webinar or something like that, you get access to it. Mm -hmm.
1: I actually have in my email account, a tab that says resources. So as I get those regular newsletters, I'll skim through it. And if it's nothing I'm interested in, then I archive it. But if it's something that I want to read or I want to keep, I put it in the resource tab. So it's not in my inbox, but I still have access to it.
0: I think that that's important too as a way to save those because you might not have the time to do it right now. Sometimes that happens to me that I'm like, damn, I've got that 15 minutes before the next meeting. And I'm like, oh, you know what? There was that video and it was like a 20 minute video and I can speed it up. That's one of my other cheats. I speed up everything I can.
1: A few of them are also specifically on things that I want to work on at our Workaway. If you haven't checked out that episode, go check that one out, but on our Workaway. So I save those videos, those resources under work away tab so that when I get there, I can reopen it and go through the video or the webinar and do it while we're gone. But it was already something that I already wanted to work on, like website or, you know, a new FAQ or whatever.
0: I think it's important to, to really pay attention also to look at kind of like Vanessa said with her CRM, all the platforms you're already using. So we use later.com to schedule our social media, my company later.com. there. Day, I don't think it's daily, but their weekly email blast, they're so sexy. It's the brand new features on Instagram, the brand new features on what's like, there's so much good content in them because they want you to stay ahead of the game. And so looking for they do teaching, sometimes they do these, I'm going to say online conference for lack of a better that it's you know, kind of pre-recorded or, and they'll bring in influencers from around the, to kind of teach things. Um, But you can always go back and rewatch it kind of webinar style. So look at, think about the platforms that you're already using and who are they curating in terms of the education, whether it's video-based or it's blog-based or whatever, but make sure you're kind of taking advantage of that. And as much as, you know, we we know that I'm a local directory and some, we don't ever call out the national directories because people either love them or they hate them. But one of the things that they do exceptionally well is education. And so... Totally you know, they curate. So whether you choose to advertise on those platforms or not, um, their education is usually banging. Like if you're going to spend money there, especially learn how to work the leads better, how to upgrade your listing. like, pay attention to the education that's coming from those. And one of my like secret webinar tips is just register. You'd be amazed how often they're like, oh, it's only gonna be live for two days. And then it's live six weeks later. So, cause they don't take it down. So Mm -hmm. don't, if you can't put it into your calendar or it's a freaking webinar, just register. Who cares if you don't show up and an appointment comes in and money comes in, it's fine. Just register and get it into your calendar so you can try to help. You a know. lot
1: of times, even if you can't make the webinar, whoever registered for it, they send them the recording afterwards as a resource. Yeah. So even yep. if you can't make it, you're still going to get an email with all the information. So then you can do that later on. Another good one is um, like the national associations. A lot of times if you are a member with them, they have a huge mm. resource section and it's it's usually categorized. Um, But they have a really big educational resource section on your membership.
0: Yeah. So thinking like NACE, ILEA, um, we don't have a WIPA in our market, which is Wedding Industry Professionals Association. But WIPA does constant webinars. They have webinars Mm -hmm. every month. They have the library of them. We kind of do the same thing locally here at Wedding Venue Map in our market. We bring in speakers every month. We have a huge library. One of our members emailed me today and said, hey, we need to help on growing our um, following on TikTok and Instagram. And I went and grabbed the three or four webinars that talk about that. I had a PDF resource and was like, here's all the resources, go, go deep dive into it. So mm-hmm. make sure you're kind of digging through. Well, moving off of webinars and into these online summits. If you work in the wedding industry, there is zero chance that you haven't seen these.
1: Do you agree? Yeah, no, I've seen them. I haven't participated in them, but I've seen them.
0: Yeah. So let's talk through. So there's two companies that do them consistently. Um, One of them is called the Wedding Summit Series. That's Margot Frazee. Um, She puts on these online summits. And then the other one is called Book More Weddings. And what those two different organizations do is they either go by like educational topics. So meaning we're going to talk about um, marketing or we're going to talk about work life balance. Or we're, they'll kind of pick a topic and then they curate a lot of speakers in terms of education. Those speakers are usually fully pre-recorded and most of them the model is free to paid. So what that what that means is that you can register for a free ticket and they'll like you know it's a two-day or a three-day online summit and it'll open up each day, you know, when it's like a free thing, you know, on Monday, you have access to Mondays, but you only have access until the end of the summit to watch whichever videos you want to watch on the free side of things. And then there's a paid opportunity where you can upgrade that ticket for 49, 89, 120, whatever it is, to get access to all the recordings of all of them. And so... You know, the other thing that Margot had added this year, because we just completed it um, this summer, 2023, is she um, added topic specific. So we did a venue specific online summit. So all of the sessions, all it was very, everything was targeted specifically at venues, venue managers, venue owners, um, venue operators, all of those things. So there's a few different ways. I mean... I don't know. They've got pros and cons to it, which we can talk through. But Vanessa, I'm interested in why you've seen them and never participated. Just because I'm so busy with everything else in my life.
1: (laughs) That's just the God's honest truth is I do two main conferences a year that I actually go to in person. Mm -hmm. And so the online ones, like they look great, but I just have so much going on that it's one of those things that I intentionally this year looked at my calendar and I told myself, I do not have to fill every single day and every single hour of my life. So I have seen them, but time-wise, I'm already getting education at two other conferences. And when I go to look up things, I just go directly to the source instead of doing another summit. Um, So that's why I personally haven't done it, just because I don't have to be on every platform learning everything at all times. I've limited myself to taking time away from that, but I've seen it. I just haven't participated.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's some great benefits to this style of learning. Um, One of them being it's super inexpensive. So when you see these summits come out, when you're doing that evaluation process, like Vanessa was doing and seeing time versus money versus whatever, what I like to say is like, really look at all the topics and pick what like, two to three to four maximum, you're like, I 100% am going to watch those four, whether it's speakers you already follow that note, you know, are going to give you bomb ass content, um, a topic that you're like, holy shit, I really need to work on that. But if you can look at it and say, I'm here's three to four things that I know 100% I can get into my schedule and I can watch in the next seven days, 14 days, 30 days, whatever it is 100% worth spending the money so that you don't have to worry about doing it only in the short window of time. Um, And the other thing, when you're a little bit more advanced of a company, I just had this conversation with one of our local venues is that she's like, there's nothing they're teaching there that I don't already know. And I said, I hear what you're saying. I also know this next generation that we're currently hiring is very interested in learning, growing and professional development. And so... If you could, as an employee benefit, say, you know, maybe you're not ready to pay for them to go to NACE experience, which is going to cost two thousand dollars plus travel and whatever. You're not ready to invest in them to attend a national conference in person, and you don't have anything local. But what if you said to them, "Here's the thing: there's this great online learning. I we're gonna we're gonna buy it for you. I want you to pick the three to four courses, take the notes, figure out three things we can implement from each course, and like." put that autonomy, and then you can also use them for training of staff. So I've done this in the past that like I have access to um, the Wedding Summit series. I bought their like Black Friday bundle where I have access to all of the Wedding Summit series. Well, I skimmed through and I actually pulled for our social media manager. There's 10 of them that have to get watched during their training process. And it's information that then I don't have to train on because somebody else is already training it. So there's some really good benefits when it comes to these online summits, but there's also some cons and I don't want to pretend as much as I love them and I actually participate as an educator in them, kind of like Vanessa said, I you don't have to do all the things. When you are an education junkie and she and I both are, like we love learning shit, we whip podcast episodes back and forth, we send each other training videos and online courses and whatever, like don't spend the money on this stuff and then never watch it and do anything with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Like That's the thing is if I purchased it thinking I'll watch it later and I just never make the time or have the time, it's...
0: I think my other challenge with these summits and maybe they're listening and will pay attention is that they tend to only start promoting them like three to six weeks before it starts. And if I had a calendar knowing that there was going to be a venue summit in July... I could have put together an in-person event locally in our market to invite all of our venues to to like buy the thing we could have done like bouncing round tape. Like we potentially could have, or me personally, I could have blocked the time, gotten myself a hotel room and said, I'm going to lock myself in and pretend like this is a conference. But oftentimes they only get promoted literally within like a four to eight week window. And I you are like me, my calendar's fucking full.
1: Also, we're in the industry of which clients book us further out than that. So yep. my calendar is already full with events. Yep. This is this is one of my pet peeves. So this is a little, I'm going to step on my soapbox.
0: Click, click, get shoes on, go.
1: Yeah. When places that are putting events on for event industry personnel wait until a short amount of time, a few weeks, to tell them about an event like yeah. you know that we are in the event industry why the hell would you wait until the last minute to tell me when the meeting is when that summit is when this webinar is? why would you wait until only a couple of weeks before you know all of our calendars are booked months yep. out that shit drives me crazy so I'm done with that rant
0: I mean, I agree. Even with my company, somehow August got away from us. We had planned. I did so good planning my webinars January through July. And then August got away from us completely. And I'm like, what just happened? I don't even know. Yeah. And where, where's this year gone? Right. And we're at the point now where like my man, my event manager is like, are we doing a webinar in August? And I was like, no, we're not because it's August 10th. And we look like an idiot. We're like, by the way, we're doing one next Wednesday. And like, no, no, we're just going to skip it this month. And we'll, we'll get planned out September. through. Maybe we'll do two in September to make up for it. But You're right. It needs to be enough time. And so I think that's one of my only challenges sometimes when, which is why I love webinars and even the recording sometimes of the online summits. But again, you got to be a time management junkie. And you got to block the time to actually go back and do it. Mm -hmm. Because even for the venue one we just did, I got really excited that we got access to it. And I shared it with two people on my team and they were both like, oh yeah, this is great. And it's been three weeks. And nobody's watched anything, including me. And I'm like, and here we go. Here we go. Example A. Yeah, here's it. And I didn't have to pay for it. It was a freebie for me because I was a speaker, but like, uh, this is exactly why we're careful about what we pay for.
1: Exactly, yeah. That is one of the benefits of them being free is that you can put it in your back pocket for a rainy day.
0: Yeah, the last thing I just want to barely touch on just because we're not going to go too deep into it, into this episode. But of course, when it comes to online learning in general, there's always courses available. And I don't know about you, Vanessa, but I find that like when I make an investment in a quality course, like not something that's like 49, 79, whatever that I've like done the research, watched their pre webinar, read the reviews and whatever. And I have made a 200, 300, $500 investment. The education is banging. It's
1: banging and you take it more serious.
0: A hundred percent. I bought this. I'll never forget. I bought this course. It was $150, not life-changing, not a ton of money. And it was about how it was like mastering the Google suite in terms of your inbox drive, how to organize things better and whatever. And it was something that I was really struggling with in that moment. And... Mm -hmm. I, my poor boyfriend, every night after I would finish work, finish my job, we eat dinner, and then he'd sit down and put something on TV. And I'd sit down in the same room, but open my laptop and put in my earbuds. And I'd be watching, you know, one hour of the course, because I'd like be watching and doing. And I didn't want to mm-hmm. like overwhelm. But It was like a nine hour course. It was like two weeks every night. I spent an hour watching it and then cleaning up and learning and whatever. It made me a beast on those platforms, you know, being able, the things I learned. But I think if it had been a freebie, I never would have put in that amount of time into it. So my only touch point on online courses is I'm all about spending the money if you've done the research and you know who's educating, that they know their shit and and it's going to check the box that you need. But you have to plan the time to execute because we have Mm -hmm. a friend who will remain nameless who Mm -hmm. has an online course buying problem. And like $1,000... like. Big expensive courses, and they're like, Oh, yeah, well, I got that course and I've been watching it, whatever. And you know, they'll like be like, They watched like two hours of it, and like, that's it. And I'm like, You spent a thousand dollars. Like,
1: I'll, I'm gonna finish it later. Okay.
0: No, you're not. No, you're not we know you. So be careful with online courses. I think they're great. I think dabble into the resources, get yourself like trained on education on how you're going to do it and and actually implement it. Um, Because we talk about this all the time, how many people go to conferences, go to education, and they don't do anything with what they learned.
1: Well, just think education is one of those things you have to be very intentional about. So if you're going to purchase something, be very intentional, put the time aside before even purchasing to make sure you're going to take it seriously. It's an investment. So make sure you have the time for it.
0: It is. And whether it's a financial investment, or a time investment, all education is putting that aside to do it.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Well, we like to end every episode giving you some swag shit we all get. Free action items to add to your to do list. Okay, so here's my first spike is figure out what are your top three topics or areas that you need to learn and grow in the next six months. Because if you've got like goals in that area, so let's say you're like, I really need to figure out what the hell I'm doing on TikTok. I really want to learn a lot more about SEO and I'm not doing a good job of getting my leads to book appointments. Those are the three areas I'm struggling that I need to work on. You have to kind of have that plan on the post-it note in front of you or whatever, but like you have to have that in your head so that when the webinar comes over that has nothing to do with that or... The online course comes over that doesn't match any three of those. And you're like, oh yeah, I need to learn that too. You can like stop, breathe and be like, nope, that's not the next six months. Mm -hmm.
1: My suggestion number two is to check out the platforms and your CRM system that you use on a regular basis. So your later, your um, CRM, different platforms like that, that you use as schedulers or whatever to run your business, check their webinars and check their resources um and make sure you get that education because they're going to have the latest trends they're going to show you the systems that they've put in place the new upgrades or updates to their forms and they're going to tell you about all the new algorithms and such so i would say check those out so your crms and the platforms that you already use for all of your social media and marketing
0: And last up is going to be you have maybe seen an educator at a conference or you're following them on social media. I want you to head over their website and figure out how to get on their email list. I think that if you already are enjoying the content the educator puts out, whether it is on social or whatever, not only will they share where they're going to be speaking and other opportunities to hear from them, but you got to get on that email list to stay in the know of what's going on. So go pick your top three and sign up to get on their list.
1: If you feel like this podcast helped your business got you thinking or we made you laugh
0: follow subscribe and share it with a friend
1: stay tuned for our upcoming episodes
0: we are still chatting education this month
1: and next week we are throwing a sound off episode in before our amazing interview with miss shannon underwood the conference director of the wedding mba
0: Ooh, i can't wait yeah so we you, you got a little break from education we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sound we got a hot sound off this month we're gonna let
1: you put all these swags into implementation and then we're gonna bring miss shannon on
0: yeah so it's time go make epic shit happen